Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holdren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome everybody. I'm excited that you're here today. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about sleep. So let me ask you, do you have trouble sleeping? Are you one of those people who, you know, goes to bed at night and you lay there for hour after hour, tossing and turning, trying to fall asleep and just feeling more and more anxious about it as the, t- as the clock ticks away, knowing that you have to get up soon and the anxiety is just making the whole sleep situation worse and worse? Or are you that person who wakes up during the night, in the middle of the night, and you you wake up and, and you don't even know why you're awake? You don't have to use the restroom. Uh, you just can't, uh, you know, go back to sleep. Are you that person? Well, today, uh, we w- we're going to talk a little bit about sleep. We're going to talk about sleep hygiene. We're going to talk about the importance of sleep. For a lot of people, they have just decided that that it just is what it is and that they are not good quality sleepers. Um, I believe that it's in your best interest, it's in everybody's best interest to basically correct that problem and to make sure that you're getting the sleep that you need because believe it or not, there is a lot that is going on while you're sleeping. And that's really what we're going to talk about today. So why does it matter? Why does sleep matter so much? Well, there's a lot of regeneration that's happening while we're sleeping. And studies have shown that people who have trouble sleeping or aren't getting adequate amounts of sleep, that they are more likely to suffer with things like depression and anxiety. Uh, They also are more likely to have a lower immune system, which means that they're going to be sick more often. Uh, They actually have an increased risk, believe it or not, of diabetes. If you sleep less than five hours per night, you increase your risk of diabetes. And that is because you're awake more, you actually have an increased cortisol level. Uh, and norepinephrine, which actually can contribute to insulin resistance, which then can con- can cause diabetes. Uh, infertility, uh, due to the effect that lack of sleep has on hormones, uh, that can be a big one. Weight gain, uh, if you are sleeping uh, less than seven hours a day, believe it or not, it has an impact on our weight. Low sex drive, increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, inflammation, increased risk for stroke, all associated with lack of sleep or or just not getting enough sleep or poor quality sleep. Impaired cognition where you just can't think straight. You've got that fuzzy morning brain thing going on. And then also risk of breast cancer as well as so many other cancers. So you can see, you know, that's a long list of problems that can be associated with lack of sleep, not to mention poor job performance and just how it plays out in our everyday lives. Um, it's important for us to get control of this and to basically restore store those normal sleep cycles. There are a lot of different apps out now that can help you track your sleep to see, you know, am I am I getting to the, the REM stage of sleep? Am I getting that restful sleep or not? There are even uh, some, you know, new wearable tech type things that you can use uh, that, that can help you to monitor sleep cycles. I know that Aura, um, A-U-R-A, is a company that has a new um, ring that is kind of a, a self-monitoring, uh, you know, device that you wear. Uh, that helps you to see, you know, how well am I doing in this category? So some neat things like that that can kind of help. Well, first of all, let's talk a little bit about how much sleep do we need? 
Okay, everybody's different. You hear me say that all the time, uh, but everybody's different. And so let's start with newborns. Okay, newborns need anywhere from 16 to 18 hours a day of sleep. Most of us listening today are not newborns, however. So preschool kids need anywhere from um, uh, 10 to 12 hours. Uh, School aged children need 10 hours per day. Teenagers need nine to 10 hours of sleep per day. And then finally, adults are usually seven to eight hours would be the average. Now, for some people, they are incredibly efficient sleepers. And I will tell you uh, that that for those people uh, who can fall asleep, usually within uh, a few minutes of going to bed, within five minutes, they sleep. They sleep for a solid six hours and then they wake up. They've probably processed through two REM cycles. And those are those incredibly efficient sleepers. They don't move much during the night and they wake up ready to go feeling very refreshed. And that is sort of a good for them kind of thing because that is not the majority of people out there. Trust me on that. So let's talk a little bit about sleep hygiene and okay, how do we get into the habit of sleeping? And you know, there's this whole study on, on sleep hygiene and things that you can do. And some of it is just common sense and some of it uh, maybe seem a little out there. But the first thing is basically uh, a, a routine, a regular schedule, a regular time that you go to bed and then get up in the morning, that can actually make a tremendous difference uh, in terms of how how easy it is to fall asleep, stay asleep. That's why so many people have trouble when, when you have the daylight savings, you know, the time changes. Um, a lot of people really struggle for about a week to get caught up and feel like they can continue to function at work and so forth. Um, don't exercise really close to bed. When we exercise, it actually actually increases cortisol. And I know we have so many people who do, they go to the gym at night. Um, It's going to have an impact on your sleep. So if there's any way you can move that uh, to earlier in the day, that's definitely going to be better for you. Uh, If there's any way that you can limit worrying, limit worry in your life, okay, that's great for for pretty much everything, right? Um, You know, there are only so many things that we can control. There are a lot of things that happen that we can't control and worrying about it isn't going to make it better. Um, You know, so, so so basically trying to to let go of the things, let it go, okay? The things that you know that you don't have power over, whatever, there's no point in even spending mental energy on it, and it will keep you up at night uh, in addition. Uh, limit exposure to light before bed. So this is a big one. Uh, when you look at the light coming in uh, to the eye, um, it, it actually, when, when there's not as much light, we actually start to produce melatonin, which is that sleepy hormone uh, that that basically it's a relaxed hormone and it helps us to go to sleep at night. Some people use melatonin supplements and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but basically reducing the light because it's going to help you naturally to produce some melatonin melatonin before you go to bed. Um, The common sense one, no TV, no electronics, no devices, uh, preferably in the bedroom because it will, you know, stimulate the brain and make it harder for you to then fall asleep and even stay asleep. Uh, Avoiding things like caffeine, uh, again, common sense there, but caffeine, nicotine, uh, and even alcohol can have a negative impact on sleep. So that's some of the just general sleep hygiene, you know, sleeping in a, uh, you might sleep in a quiet space, you might sleep with 
a, a white noise type of machine as well. You know, those things can help um, just to kind of drown out if you, you know, live in a noisy area or whatever. Uh, that can make a difference. Uh, but overall, just, you know, really working toward getting uh, proper sleep can make a huge difference. Let's talk for a minute about some sleep aids. I mentioned melatonin earlier. And again, melatonin is a hormone that we have in our bodies. It's not something that's new to us. Uh, we do have a reduction of melatonin as we age. That's why it's not uncommon uh, for people as they age to, to, to sleep less or to feel like they have more problems sleeping. Uh, but a lot of people will take melatonin and they might take anywhere from three milligrams, you know, up to I've had people taking 20 milligrams of melatonin. It just depends on the person, but we always say start low and uh, kind of go slow with that. But but again, you can see where the how the melatonin is such an important hormone for sleep because it does help to relax you and it makes you feel sleepy and then it, it enhances your sleep quality as well. Uh, some people find that they sleep better with some essential oils, uh, in particular lavender. There are a lot of other calming, soothing essential oil blends and so forth out there uh, that you can apply that can make a difference. Uh, some people feel that hemp, uh, hemp oil, uh, makes a difference in, in their sleep as well. Um, there are some some other, um, you know, sublingual sprays. You know, there are, are capsules, tablets, whatever. Uh, but there are some sublingual sprays that I think are really great. Uh, and um, there are some sprays that actually contain uh, melatonin, uh, valerian root, and even some chamomile um, uh, flower that can really help uh, for sleep. So the sublingual spray is something you basically just spray on the tongue. It is absorbing through the skin, which a lot of times is a lot more effective, a lot more potent, and uh, gets the desired effect. So those things are available as well, uh, as well as um, chamomile tea, uh, a variety of sleepy time teas, etc., cetera, uh, that can make a difference. So overall, what I want everybody to understand is that, you know, if you're a, if you're a bad sleeper, you're not uh, doing a good job sleeping right now, or you wake up, you feel, uh, you know, really tired through throughout your day, that's sort of thing, really take a look at it. You know, sometimes it's, 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 there's a medical condition, um, that is causing, uh, you to not be able to sleep, you know, like sleep apnea, you know, issues like that. But basically spend some time addressing the issue and make sure that you are getting adequate amounts of sleep because it will make a difference. It'll make a difference in your job performance. It'll make a difference in your attitude. It'll make a difference in your mindset. It'll make a difference in your immune system, and it'll make a difference overall in your health as well. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, I love uh, when you write in and ask me, uh, you know, different questions uh, that I can then address on this podcast. So thanks so much for joining me. Uh, you can uh, visit me at DeannaHolden.com, or you can visit me on Facebook uh, or on Instagram to basically ask a question. And I hope that you will plug in next week as we talk about nutrition for the whole family and mealtime for the whole family. Thanks so much and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.